Drive time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. It is drive time. I'm Shafiq Morton. Asalaamu Alaikum. And coming up in today's show, yes, it is drive time. Sadek convenes an urgent meeting on Mozambique, impact of ESCOM prices, weekly Africa report, and after five, Iran urges uh, a need to lift the U.S. sanctions as nuke talks uh, make progress. Sports rap Palestine today with Ramzi Barud. Stay tuned. Drive time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. Welcome back to the show. 0829-913-913 is the WhatsApp line. Don't forget our beautiful app. If you go to the Google Play Store and get the uh, Voice of the Cape app, you can listen to us wherever you go, in your pocket, on your phone, and, of course, you get all the social media platforms with the bargain as well. SADC leaders this week are scheduled to attend an emergency meeting on the crisis in Mozambique. The heads of state will meet to plan the way forward after subsequent attacks by insurgents in the northern province of Cabo Delgado. So where does SADC take this? It's a tricky question. We now chat to Africa analyst at Armed Conflict Location and Expert Data Project, Jasmine Opperman. Welcome. Uh, Good afternoon, Shafiq, and good afternoon to your listeners. Okay, uh, this organization, Armed Conflict Location and Expert, do- uh, what, who, what is this organization? Event Project, we are tracking and monitoring events worldwide that we then code on a, date, uh, on a daily basis. Um, and that events are then being used by researchers, are being used by experts across the world um, to guide and direct them if they want to do analysis based on events. And then we also produce our own analysis um, products. So how do you get your data? Our data, and yeah, I'm primarily referring to myself now in terms of Southern Africa. If one looks at Mozambique, to be more specific, we are relying on... um, open source media, needless to say, but we are also relying on experts within Mozambique as as contact network um, that provides us with incidents that are not necessarily being reported, and that information is verified according to a strict process before being coded. Right, let's have a look. Uh, SANDIC leaders meeting this week um, on the crisis in, in Mozambique. Are they heading in the right direction? I ask this guarded question because what's mm-hmm. happening in Mozambique itself is a guarded question because I do not think many people understand the real dynamics of what's really going down in Cabo Delgado. It's not an Islamic in- insurgency. It's a people very upset with an oil company and a corrupt government. I think, you, Shafiq, to make it clear, and I think about I think the fact that we have a double Troika meeting does show urgency from the region. Yeah, one could argue it should have happened a year or a year and a half ago, but irrespective, uh, we have there's something has to be done. From and what is happening in Maput Maputo, I always talk about the rectification of Cabo Delgado. To assess the insurgency, you look at the violence itself. But if you look at the counterinsurgency policy standpoints and what is at play due to the LNG sector, 
There are international narratives and forces at play that we can no longer ignore. The U.S. designation was a convenient way of gaining access into Cabo Delgado. Um, I still would like to see the intelligence on which they based it on. The French and their interests, Portugal and their interests interest from the EU side. So there are so many factors at play now in Maputo, seeking to establish and gain as much as they can from the, um, from, um, the uh, gas industry that has come to basically a standstill now. Yeah, I mean, it seems like all these uh, various interest groups are not interested in the next person, just interested in themselves in trying to get a footprint um, in that part of Africa, which allows them access to other parts of Africa. Uh, I think a lot of people must be seriously concerned that AFRICOM has arrived, because surely the scenario in, in Mozambique, in Cabo Delgado, it needs a political solution, but first and foremost, yes, nobody can agree with what has been going down, but the roots of it seem to be a political or socio-political. I think it's important. I think that the solution itself uh, is not going to be, uh, we're not going to find it on a battlefield. We're not going to find it by deploying more soldiers. Although I need to add, add, the, the concern we're having at this point in time with the insurgency in momentum and note I'm talking insurgency, I'm not talking terrorism. The insurgency in momentum, and uh, there is simply no counteractions being taken. And what is, what is available is simply not sufficient. SADC is caught up in a tricky situation of how to find an open door in Mozambique in which they can play a more active role from a, yes, military perspective, as well as a humanitarian perspective. If we think by merely deploying soldiers, we're going to deal with this matter, we are in for a big surprise. Now, of course, um, some of the SADC countries are not welcome in northern Mozambique, and South Africa is one country because some of our private security companies um, have been active in northern Mozambique, and reports from there, as you probably know, are not glowing about some of the things they've done there. No, and I think that's why I tweeted earlier today that we cannot ignore the status of diplomatic relations on a unilateral level. Um, there's clearly irritation from Zimbabwe's side because of Mozambique delaying the SADC processes. Uh, Tanzania uh, is now forcing Mozambicans out of the border area, back into Mozambique. Um, South Africa and uh, Mozambique, due to historical context, um, I think uh, we need to take that into account and support for uh, Renamo. And then coming more recent with um, DAC being involved, like advisory group, um, there are tensions here that is going to direct the discussion the next two days. But I, I do not see, I, I can, I, I, what I do expect, because we're going to have a declaration of intent, we're going to see some urgency, uh, calls for urgency, but to move the Mozambican position, I believe... We will also have to look at international players now actively engaged in setting the Mozambican narrative. And here I'm specifically referring to the United States. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of people think Total, the one company in Mozambique, is actually French. Um, the majority shareholder, I think some 60% of Total, is actually United States-based. Hence, I think, AFRICOM's interest. Yeah, 
and I think you, you and it was interesting, uh, Shafiq, is that Total has now withdrawn. It seems there's a skeleton stuff um, still there, but I mean, we're talking um, a small skeleton stuff. But immediately following that, Air France announces that they're going to resume air flights to um, Maputo. So France is on the, it is nervous about U.S. interests, but I think if we look at these companies, we cannot say that they are American or France or Portuguese. There are so many influences, and Total and the American influence within Total definitely is strong, and we cannot ignore it. So where do you think this is all going to go to? Because, I mean, we've already agreed that the ultimate solution is a political one. Uh, peacekeepers on the ground, static peacekeepers on the ground to try and, and keep things going. And obviously, as you've said, some kind of humanitarian initiative because the people in Cabo Delgado are very poor. Shafiq, uh, I think what is urgently required, if we want to create the ideal now, is that we need some sort of, and I'm talking direct support for Mozambique in Cabo Delgado. But I want to urge regional and continental role players here. We need to realize such an intervention, a minimum of two years. Now, if you talk about peacekeeping and you're talking soldiers deployed, you're talking massive amounts of money. Who is going to fund it? SADC can't afford it. We don't have the capability to be able to do it. Special forces are too small. They cannot make such a difference. So there has to be a regional integrated intervention supported by an international community under a central command that is accountable and transparent as so that the civilians are not being caught up. The problem is if we do not get stability in Cabo Delgado, we are going to sit with an insurgency that is simply going to spread in that area and down southwards. Um, the momentum is seriously of a concern for um, looking at the total picture. And Mozambique cannot do it. And they're simply not willing to admit it because that will be admitting a state failure. So there's all these contradictions. And compared to the reality, as Palmer has shown, um, that needs a compromise. And I don't see a two-day summit being able to get such a compromise on the table. So in other words, Jasmine, we're in for the long haul. We're in for the long haul. I think we need to be realistic. I think all focus should now be on what can we do to break and freeze the insurgency? What can be done to have at least a counter punch available that insurgents are shaken, are on the defensive, and that there is some level of control in Cabo Delgado before we start talking about a broader integrated plan to be Put on the table as a medium-term strategy. You cannot do that if you are not in control of the conflict theater. And Mozambique is not in control of the conflict theater. Jasmine Opperman, thanks for joining us on Drive Time. Thank you. Drive Time 91.3. Always on the cutting edge.